here. Okay, we're recording. This is uh, Speak Office Hours 3. We've made it and we've made it so far. Uh, if you're joining in for the first time, uh, this has been something that we've wanted to do for a long time, but sort of struggled to make happen. And then during the start of this year, we're like, okay, let's do it. Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, let's all hop on a call and just talk about what's going on, talk about the work that we're doing, how we're seeing adoption of Speak, how we can help the users that we actually have. And really also, you know, we're all very passionate about this stuff. So it's also, you know, sometimes broad discussions of technology advancements or how can we solve some of these complex problems and really just a, an ability to have really, you know, transparent, exciting discussions about what's going on in technology and then also looking through the lens of Speak. We might have um, a special guest today. Uh, we saw him try to come in <laughs> and then disappear. We don't know if he got scared right away and he saw us and he was like, God, you know what? I don't actually want to do this. Um, so he might hop in at any moment and he's a longtime friend of, of the team here and some very interesting things about how you know, he wants to you know, you speak to grow his business. Um, I guess I won't get too much. I'll let him get into that. But the idea if he does join in is let's ask, you know, let's hear how he's doing, hear how he's grown, because he's grown significantly over several years. Let's ask him some questions about, you know, what's what's working, what's not working, and then really see what is the lens that Speak can help, and then what's outside of the lens, because my guess is there's a lot of people who are sort of having the same questions around what we're doing. So I think it's a really nice exploratory um, way to understand more and also understand the needs of, a, of an awesome person like this special guest who I will not name because he might not come. That's it for me. I hope that was, was that a good enough introduction, Vatsal? Anything else? Yes, yes, there? perfect, okay. awesome. Okay, so while Joe is, uh, you know, damn it, I said his name. Oh my God, if Joe does, <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I ruined the surprise. Sorry guys, I got excited. Um, I, I, we have a couple minutes before if he does join. So I'd be wondering if you guys have, oh, here he comes. So I don't even have to there preempt this. Let's see if he comes in here, right? He's gonna be put on the spot immediately. Um, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll just see how he's going. He's been doing live streams and recording for a while now. So, um, he's should be pretty savvy with the tech. There he is. Joe, hey, how hey, are you? I, I, uh, can you hear me guys? We can hear you. Yes. Joe. Yeah, no, it wasn't uh, the tech side of it. I actually got a phone call that second. So I like, it was an emergency one, one I've been waiting on. So I'm like, I'm not going to go on and then, you know, be a, yeah. Customers first, Joe. That's what I like. <laughs> and okay, so you're coming in right to a recording. We were like, okay, Joe saw us and then he didn't want to come in and he just like, he was just done immediately. Um, so um, we're a pleasure I to have you here. Air, Tyler, <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly it. I was wondering, I knew a comment like that would come. Um, so I'm trying to think of how we can structure this. Joe, we've known each other for uh, quite a while. My, I'm not setting any ground rules, but off this, um, first of all, you're allowed to swear if you want. Swearing is okay. Um, politics, we will leave out because I know we want to catch up on that, but that's not a part of this discussion today. What I would love to do, we're, we're grabbing the gallery view so we can see everyone at all times. I would love to just hear like a little update from you, obviously just as a friend, but just for anyone who's watching this and like wondering who you are, what is Budget Boss, who is Joseph Francis, and like what has happened over these last few years as you've actually started your practice? Um, okay. That's it, Joe. Put you on the spot, buddy. I can't swear and I can't talk about politics. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not obvious. I don't know. I, you can't I, swear. You can't talk about politics. I'm not going to swear or talk about politics, but you know, I'm glad you know me well enough to say those things. Um, no, like it's uh, with Budget Boss. Yeah, we're coming up on um, March 9th or Mar yeah, I believe it's March 8th. Uh, Mar March 8th will be four years. So, uh, you know, you remember your old Propel days uh, back at the university and, um, getting started. And, uh, yeah, so it's been a long time now. It, it kind of just flew by, but, um, what, uh, it's sort of going on now is that, um, the business, my personal business is expanding. So what I want, what I've been doing with budget boss is just basically building it as my business builds. Now the, the problem with the, the business that I have is that the business that I have the advisory practice and budget boss are almost like two separate entities, right? So the goal with budget boss was always to um, lead gen, right? So lead gen, bring in clients from one as uh, into my practice as an advisor. Uh, but 
which and it's worked. All my biggest clients have come from Budget Boss, one way or another. And even if it was not directly, they messaged through there. That's how they saw me, and then, you know, so the the growth of it over time has sort of coincided with the growth of the business itself. And the goal over time would be to meld the two, so it's almost one sort of entity. That um, that's how my clients communicate with me. Uh, and the big issue with it for me has always been like the actual company that I work with, um, there's compliance issues and there's all sorts of stuff. So I can't really use their branding and whatnot. And I never really wanted to, to begin with, uh, because it's tacky and whatnot. Um, but at the same time, um, to my goal is always to establish myself with the company. And then when I blend the two, it wouldn't be as sort of a much of a dramatic shock to the company to do so because you know if you're successful they kind of leave you alone so that's hey, that's okay and yeah. what and so what you know I, there's two things that i'm you know i'm really fascinated in is like one of them is like what do you believe are your biggest like levers for the growth of your business and then i just love to hear about especially the start like prolific content creation that you've actually went through um, that, you know, not, not to give away too much, but I do have, you know, access to some of your analytics and stuff. And it's pretty extraordinary to see, you know, some of the traffic that's generated, some of the terms that you're ranking for, and then also just on Facebook and stuff. So we'd love to hear that, like two mechanisms. What's the, been the levers for growth? And then also, you know, talk about that like prolific content creation that you've actually gone through. Uh, well, yeah, I remember, you know, and you remember obviously Tyler, when I first started and, you know, I, I spent probably like five months trying to create content to put into the site. And it was just constant, like, and I thought I, I thought I wrote like 10 books and then you made the site and I looked at him like, that's it. <laughs> what else is there? Right. So then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well at that time it was like, I don't have enough content. Like, you know, it, it content creations, it's difficult. It's very difficult. It's time consuming. Um, so, you know, when I first started and you remember this, Tyler, I, I made a pledge to myself that I would write a blog post every weekday for a year. So at this point it, it's across about 420 or so last year, it slowed down a bit because I got, I just got super busy with work. Um, but I decided I'm like, okay, I'm going to do at least one. And these are long blog posts that I'm writing now. They're like two, 2000 to 3000 word blog posts. Right. Uh, so there's pretty in-depth content. When I first started, I was doing one a day, three years ago, four years ago, it was, you know, 500 words, which is fine. Um, but uh, it, it went down to three a day in the second year and then one a week in the third year. And then it trailed off by the end of last year a little bit. And now uh, picking it up again, so doing one a week and uh, the actual engagement that's the most, for the most part, the engagement that I'm getting a lot from is Instagram and Facebook. Um, but I get, it comes from everywhere. It really, like I have people reach out to me on Twitter. I have people reach out to me just straight on the website. Uh, I mean, you helped me create the, um, the sign up for the worksheet that I created, Tyler. And uh, you, you helped me implement that. I mean, over 500 people have downloaded that worksheet, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. wow. The, that is cool. Yeah, the email list is over about like close to 1500 now. And I haven't really started email wow. because um, you know, it's almost like a, a failure, like a fear of launching because, you know, that unsubscribe button is like a... <laughs> yeah, we've seen that, yeah. Oh, you're like, every time you get a, like, so I sent out a Christmas, oh, Merry Christmas, blah, 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 and then unsubscribe, unsubscribe, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and so there, there's a well-rounded approach to my engagement. Um, I do mail campaigns, right? So I have like 800 households that I send letters to. Uh, and those get a lot of engagement. Like interesting. Snail mail's funny. People snail know. Mail. <laughs> but if you get a letter, you're reading it. If you get an email, you know, um, and that's sort of the how the world's kind of changed. But uh, there's all sorts of uh, ways that I'm getting engagement. Obviously, the two big ones are Insta and Facebook. But um, what I find is that I could play the Insta game, um, you know, uh, get in the space of um sort of money influencers and how they operate and then follow me follow you like engagement all that and i know how to do it like i know what to do but it's very time consuming yeah and then the sure. big issue with it as well i find is that it's false engagement 
So these people aren't going to be my clients. So why am I pursuing them as a, yes. you know, it's there. I budget Bob in Boise, Idaho is not going to be a client of mine. <laughs> yeah. Liking his posts and all that. That's great. But you know what I mean? It's kind of a thing where, um, to play that game, it just, it drives up numbers and it looks pretty right. But you don't get real hardcore engagement. So the goal with the social media was always to build a web around the people that know me. And then what I'm finding now multiple years later is that the consistency of it is drilling in the head that, okay, when I do need something, this is who I'm going to. And, you know, people who followed me for three years are reaching out to become clients now. Right. That's a cool thing. That's a I could ask many questions, but that's all Tim Lauren. Do you have any questions for Jim yeah, here? Sure. Joseph, nice to see you. Uh, just that's, that's very interesting. It's like what you said to begin with is like, you know, the content creation is tough. And like you took a place, it's like, oh, I want to write a one article a day for one year. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. And then it's like you wrote around, you started with 500 words and you end up with like writing 2000 words an article. That's, that's amazing. It's like the question I want to ask around that is like, what is the drive? What change? It's like, how do you decide what do you want to write about an article? Do you decide like previous night or like as soon as you wake up, it's like, oh, I want to write about this. So like, how do you plan? Uh, what is that drive uh, which converted from 500 words to the 2000 words articles? So, so yeah, if, if anyone, well, Tyler knows I'm a talker, right? So I always got a lot to say. So um, for me, the big, what I found is that when I was first writing the 500 or smaller articles, because of the volume of those five, like one a day, five days a week, um, it's hard to, it's hard to come up. Like, so if you have a theme, like personal finance, whatever, and we're talking about saving money, I can write five smaller articles about saving money, or I can write one prolific article about saving money. And I found that that was more useful, right? Because I can jump into, and I've got a pretty good system on how I create blog posts. Um, and uh, so I find that I can actually say more. And it, let's say you chop your article into 10 points. Um, I feel that within those 10 points, there's going to be something that sticks with, you know, Batsel or Tyler or Tim or Lauren. And, and in that situation, I can actually encompass more things but then one of them or two of them will be relatable to people as opposed to write an article mass produce and like also which wasn't a bad idea but i just find this is a better idea um and then someone will just see headline you can craft the content a little bit better that way i feel because you can sort of um clickbait the you know the title and the picture and and then with one article you can pick up on current events that that's sort of how I pick it as well like things are happening like every minute the world's changing right now so you can sort of jump on that real quick and uh get people into it right so yeah. that's very interesting uh, I just want to add some statistics here it's like uh, Joseph Taller it's like what one long-term blog post can convert this is like this is like the trending statistics says it's like you can convert to the five LinkedIn post from one article that can be one indie hacker post or one video uh, if you go down onto the social media that can be converted to the five tweets or one tweet thread or maybe you can post the same article on the let's say three Facebook group or three LinkedIn group you might can convert one video clip to the three video clips and you can share three video clips to that converted to the audio clips. So that one article, one 2000 word can reach out to the hundreds and hundreds of people with, by just that strategy. So that's yeah. very interesting. For yeah. sure. And the big thing about it is going the other, like, and this is where, um, you know, I've, I've been fascinated by speak for the longest time. Um, it's just, you know, I just, I wish speak would invent six more hours in the day. Uh, you're on that, right, Tyler? working on it buddy working on it. yeah so if we invent six more hours in the day uh, you know because you know i'm a one-man operation right which is difficult uh, and even my assistant because of covid she wasn't brought back on with the company right so i'm in the mix looking for another one but um as the business is expanding you know uh, i'm getting I, my phone just blows up i can't keep up right so adding that side of it and and i know the way tyler thinks uh is time is the biggest resource that we have. Uh, so eliminating tedious tasks, right? 
And like you mentioned, and this is where Speak so innovative and awesome is that, um, you know, I can sit here and talk for 20 minutes and then write a 2000 word article while I'm doing it, right? So that's where it's really fascinating to me. Um, and I do believe there is a place for written word. I believe it's, as time goes on, it still stays relevant, but then I can, uh, you mentioned, or I mentioned, and you uh, reiterated Basil that, oh, the five posts a week, well, I can do one long form blog post, but then five long form blog posts that using speaks technology and then it takes me say an hour a week total for those five posts whereas the blog post to write it and create the content for it and the pictures and whatnot takes like three hours right and even even from that perspective like i think you've you know talked about that sort of fear of like the mail list you know the email but like you know for and you know i'd be interested to know how much you actually go do you know i know that was sort of playing that role in the past but like look into analytics or look into the search terms that are coming through and seeing what pages are not only ranking best but for example what pages are people spending the most time on because that can help you say you know what this piece of content seems to be really valuable let's drop this into the email newsletter because i know that it already delivers value for for readers kind of thing so something there my only you know my only caveat not my caveat there but i'd be interested to know is since we started you know you had this idea of who your customer was you know four years ago and congratulations by the way like you know the the failure you know failure rates of businesses <laughs> of you know financial like you've done an incredible job to actually be this successful so far so i you know i, I just pure work ethic and hard work but also good you know smart work as well too so i just want to say congratulations on that but like you know what who are your customers that you see today you know obviously you've got people that you're helping support but i'd love to hear that and like how the you know what the difference is from what you when you started to now and then also like what are those things that actually obviously you're delivering value to them but in the end what comes to help you also grow your business as well too well yeah that's a lot um uh, <laughs> okay. uh no uh where uh yeah so my my sort of client is my goal with budget boss was always to create because there's it sounds everyone like everyone and this is a credo of mine everyone should have someone to talk to about their money whether they're madly in debt or a millionaire or anywhere in between but the big issue with it is that again time is of the essence right so if i'm going to be spending you know it's sort of like a, uh, a job you would do when you first started tyler you would probably spend you know three days on a job that would pay you x and now you're like well you know I can't, I can't do that anymore i don't have and it doesn't mean that that person's not valuable or just adds value just it's just the time that goes into the work that you do so as time has gone on um what i always wanted budget boss to become uh and and hopefully it's there or getting close to there is a spot for the people who are low dollar value in terms of revenue to me to have the resource where they can go there and see things that will help them correct their own financial situations and then uh when they're ready to convert convert right and that's where the biggest issue becomes is that you can when i first started i would often get bogged down um spending days on a client that you know they needed help and rightfully so but also i i make no money off of right and that to me um is difficult it's it's a difficult thing and it's a different like you get to a level in your business where um you um you just can't spend that time you can't and so what the client base is morphed into uh is highly converting you know people people are reaching out to me with direct um for lack of a better purchases like i need insurance let's do it i need to i need you to manage my money let's do it. And at first it was a lot of circling around to get to, okay, Tyler, buy the insurance or Tyler invest some money. Now it's like, okay, I have this, you do this. Right. And that's what I wanted. The goal with it was always to get to a point where people just call me and hand me things. And if you're doing things the right way, you don't have to worry about, I mean, I don't worry about the job that I do. Uh, I always know that I'm doing the best for the client. So in that situation, um, you know, I have the process in terms of that and the client, the nothing's changed drastically. The bigger thing has changed is that the, you know, 
the commas or the zeros behind the numbers, right? And that will only increase over time as I start to, the more people you meet, the more people you meet with higher net worths and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of uh, the ideal client. I mean, ideally, I would love to have 100 millionaires investing their money with me, right? But uh, you don't, I don't know 100 millionaires, right? So, um, you know, uh, I know like maybe a couple of potential ones I'm looking at right now, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, not gonna, that's why I gotta, you know, that's why I'm hovering around in the background all the time with you guys in case you, you know, you get bought or something, right? Yeah. Um, but the big thing about it is, you gotta, you gotta meet people. And the, the big purpose with budget boss is just the eyes. It's just, and, and that's something that, and you, you've met Matt Santa, uh, Tyler, it's just, it's just lead gen and lead gen and follow up. It's a lead gen, follow up, lead gen, follow up. And, um, just yeah. keep everyone in the funnel and that's it. Well, I'll just, the part that I, you know, you touched on a little bit earlier, but it's like the creation of content over time just builds up trust. It shows that you're like dedicated, you know, there's so many articles that, um, you know, that you've written and even the headline has just stuck with me. And like, I don't know, oh, do you mind if I just read like just <laughs> two, two or three things uh -oh. that you're ranking in the top 10 for that are awesome? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know this, by the way, like you, you see, you, you asked the question just a second ago. I don't know if you're checking these things. Honestly, I am. no, I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. So, I love <laughs> to know so in the top 10 right now uh <laughs> deadbeat boyfriend <laughs> uh so i know i'll never forget reading that article because it was like how do you know if you have a deadbeat boyfriend and it talked about the finance you know finances of that and first of all it's hard hitting but there are people who are searching for that you know what i mean like there's some very amazing things like here's another one what the rich don't want you to know Mm. Uh, like there's some amazing things <laughs> again, the boy, the boyfriend one is uh, very yeah, good. That one was sassy. Gail, Gail von Oxlade. So that's, you know, uh, you know, I know it's sort of, uh, that one, I mean, you know, people are going into constantly. thousands and thousands of her and then they'll come up with my article. Life is too expensive. You yeah. know, like th these are long tail valuable searches that because you've put the work in the content you're ranking for and showing up in the top 10 and driving, you know, incredible search traffic. And I think now the next step, and we've talked about this, and now this is a little bit outside the scope is how can you take that search and actually turn it into, you know, business for you, or at least give the value in return to educate people. And just as a note that that worksheet download, I remember doing that project with you and I didn't realize like that's 500 downloads. Even that, that's, that's amazing. Like, so it's working. It's now just seeing, okay, what's working and how can you make that even more streamlined uh that's well, amazing man it's it's weird though tyler because like i when i first started it was like okay you know tax-free savings accounts what are they and it's like i remember when we had we weren't using google analytics and what you had a wordpress embed where i could see like and i'm like three people like it was like probably me and you and one other right and i'm like who's reading this no one's reading this and now when the problem with the content is that there's so many people in this space that are writing um unprovocative content and the issue with it is like there's got to be obviously some value to it you're not like okay why your boyfriend is a deadbeat um it's not gonna like um, you can't go off on like some tangent right but you gotta like there's gotta be some financial value it's always got to tie into that but people read that no one's going on google to read um you know very rarely tax savings account stuff and that kind of thing and um but if they read that and then they know you do that, then they'll speak with you, right? And uh, again, just the eyes side of it is what, um, you know, actually, and it's funny, I thought of you right away when, so we had a wealth manager where I work and he, I was, I spoke with him, I'm like, well, I want some higher net worth clients, like, because I'm putting in a lot of work and, you know, if they're, they have more wealth, then I make more money, but then they're more satisfied and everyone's happy. He's like, so he started to divvy up my week. Like, what do you do every week? So he knows about Budget Boss. Mind you, he's not with the company anymore, so that'll say a lot. But he knows about Budget Boss. So he's like, okay, so how much how much time a week do you spend on that? And I'm like, well, probably like 25 to 30 hours a week. And he's like, well, how much do you spend on working within our company? Like, what do you, I'm like, probably about, you know, 30, 35 hours a week. He's like, no, it's not possible. Like, like you don't work 60 hours a week. I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah, like, what do you buy it? Yeah. Right. But, and he's like, well, why? Okay. So why are you putting in 
like and at that time this was two years ago and the the, the follows and the 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 visits uh to the site and the the conversions were much less right and uh he said well maybe you should shift some of that like how much dollar revenue are you generating from budget boss versus your work with the company i'm like well not too much with budget boss um a lot more with the company it's like well you should probably shift that and shift that time effort into that into the company work and i'm like well no no because like the the compounding effect with it there's a breaking point and i always knew what like it would come and i believe it's starting to happen is that there's a threshold where you hit a saturation point where the level of eyes just envelops it just goes much further and it takes the time and the time and the time and you never know when that will be could be one article, it could be one post, it could be one thing, and you never know which piece of content that is or which uh, yeah. uh, whatever that becomes meme worthy or whatever, you never know. And I'm not gonna sacrifice the effort I'm putting into this to shift to something that may or may not make me money over time, but something that I know will. Yeah. And that conversation I had with him, I thought of you immediately and I'm like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. And then he asked me this question too, he's like, so if you had to make a choice and you had to choose budget boss or working with a company, what would you choose? And I don't even think he like put a period on that sentence. And I, I'm like, budget boss. Like he didn't even, the words didn't even fully get out his mouth. I'm like, budget boss, what are you talking about? He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that can be forever. This may not. So ultimate thing about it for me was just getting to the point where um, the saturation level, I believe is hitting that threshold where I mean, even the likes and follows on Facebook uh, over the past two months has been 10,000, whereas it took me two, three years to get to 10,000, right? So it's like, it just hits levels, right? And the reach outs and all that stuff. So you never, you never know when that part will be. And that's where, um, and it's sort of like what, what, what you guys do, like you'll hit a level where you'll get your first hundred people and it feel like take forever. And then all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, like you, you get from 500 to 25,000 in X time, right? Like, and it's the same amount of time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird, eh? But well, and it's even the, even the, the, and I'll stop and then I'll let Tim and Vatsal or Lauren, anyone jump in here, but just like, it's also that just that content sort of web that you've created. It's like, who is Joe? I, f I found I stumbled across him or budget boss. What has he done? And then it's like three years worth of like you could get lost for hours, and it's not and it's very powerful. You've put a lot of effort into the content, and it's like just that trust level. It's like this guy knows what he's talking about. Anyone who can spit out two thousand words this many times over well written, structured about financial, I'm gonna trust him with my investments. I'm gonna trust him with insurance. He obviously knows. He's fired up about insurance. I'm gonna use him for insurance because <laughs> I personally, you know, like that. So I think that's the part that again has those compounding effects. And I think now just looking and taking a revisit with a couple of adjustments and stuff, those compounding effects will even accelerate it more. So yeah, um, and that's sort yeah. of the level I'm at where it's like, okay, now it's like, what next? Yeah. Right. So I'll, I'll, okay, I'll shut up for a second. That's on Tim, but there's just a couple of things that I'm thinking about quickly is like, you've put out the written content, the stuff is ranking. You've also done started to do live streams. Um, one of the, you know, stacks that was really interesting that started speak and we even were working on it was those like live streams and video content and how could you repurpose it. And what I was finding was taking a video, uploading that video to YouTube, transcribing it, putting the transcript on the page and then pushing that page to an RSS feed so it would go to a podcast was one of the most powerful stacks for marketing and like quick search engine rankings that I've ever seen. And so I think there's something there that, you know, we are trying to get like that efficiency um, that you've always talked about it is like, you're, you want to just talk and create or write and create and the rest of the stuff actually happens. So that was the one thing that, yes, exactly. So that's, I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah, wait, that's not true. I just hearing your development, the way your thought process is over time is amazing. So I, I don't believe that's actually true. Um, but, you know, that's just one thing that I wanted to add. And then there's just two, you know, now what I'm seeing here, just as a quick thing is like optimization of like terms of site seed, seed and experience. But now it's like, can you start to even build more, you know, links and credibility and domain authority back to your site. So you, you've already got the content. So now it's just, you know, um, amplifying that even more. Um, so I'll shut up for a second. There's one thing I'm going to show you at the end of this, but that's all Tim, any questions or even Lauren, sorry, Lauren, I know you're a financial guy too, Lauren, you might actually have real questions for, for, uh, for Joe. I'll shut up for a sec.
I was more curious about like um, the vlog that you brought up, the live streams. Is it mostly just like financial uh, planning that you're still talking about or do you get more into uh, more like a free flowing uh, conversation at all? Well, yeah, it's it's mostly what I'll do is I'll release the written word and then uh, use sort of live streams or um, video to bring people to see the written word or to sum it up and say, instead of reading it, they can hear me picking out the best points. Because um, I mean, video is obviously where it's at, right? So uh, in terms of, um, I mean, what I would like, the real goal is to actually be able to deep dive into um, go sort of off, for lack of a better term, off the rails of it and sort of talk about things that I really, really want to talk about. The problem with that is that uh, getting to that point and doing it the right way is kind of, you know, it's like you have these things in the back of your head, but like to, you don't want to put it out and, until you know exactly how you're going to put it out. There's got to be sort of a rhyme or reason to that. And sort of analysis paralysis with me in terms of that when I like how to like what because I mean I could I literally talk for five weeks straight and you know there's got to be some sort of rhyme or reason to it right so and the big problem with it right now is that the space is very saturated like the space that I'm involved with um and I'll go back to when I first started I was looked down upon within my office about what I was doing like what's he doing like what is that now they're all doing it they're all doing it, right? And that's why I'm happy I continued on with it because I got those four years of growth behind me that I, I don't need to start from, right? Um, but the space itself, the personal finance space online in terms of influencers and whatnot is so saturated. It's like everyone had a New Year's re resolution to be a financial influencer. Unbelievable. The one big difference about it though is that I'm actually a licensed advisor, which most of them are not. So that's where it helps but yeah i definitely want to get into that area and that's where speak is actually something that's very important to me to get involved with because when i get into that zone i want it to be sort of a polished complete area as opposed to just you know me writing a blog post on the fly kind of thing and when you get into that zone do you think it's still going to be about uh financial planning or are you thinking something uh, a bit different then See, that's tough, right? Because I can, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you put a tape recorder in my house and heard me talk, <laughs> my business which is great. <laughs> so the big issue with it is that uh, we're also, when the problem is, is uh, the space that we're in, the world that we're in right now, um, uh, words can be so misconstrued in such a way. So like you, I try to stay on topic as much as possible and put nuggets of provocativity out there. Uh, as opposed to like, you know, when you when you when you jump into an area that is can be seen as extremely pr provocative, and you're not say a Joe Rogan, you know, then you you kind of <laughs> you can kind of get canceled real quick, right? Yeah, so not a lot of room for personality, I guess. Then well, it's it's tough, right? I mean, my personality can come out in several ways, even when talking about finance, like Debbie boyfriend thing, like, and you know, I had like the comments on the bottom when I first released that, like that post got like 500 views within like an hour when I first released that, I'm like, and then women were having conversations with each other in the comments and then they added someone, hey, at Tim or whatever, this sounds like, this sounds like you or blah, blah, blah. and it's like, oh, right? So um, that's- also, also been some of your power though too, right? It's the way you've differentiated it. It's like, where do I go for raw unfiltered financial you know, information and advice and thoughts. Hey, Joe, the budget boss is going to tell it like it is, you know what I mean? So I think it's been a powerful brand and differentiator for you. I think, and I think the big thing about it, I was really worried about that too. And I talked to, you know, I have a friend, you've met Shauna who I work alongside and uh, you know, she recently joined the company. So our goal one day is to, you know, form like transformers and Optimus prime and make it happen. Uh, but the big thing about it is that uh, she's worried about voice. Right. And I was worried about voice. Uh, but then over time, I started to realize I'm like, you know, people are going to segregate themselves if they see something and they don't like it. As long as you're not that. And that's the worry about being too provocative where they can jump in and just latch on to something and try and shut it. But if you're not, if they don't like it, then they they weren't going to be a client anyway. So the way I look at it is like, 
when it hits, it hits hard. When it doesn't hit, I don't know. So I don't really care, right? So, and when it's, 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 it, it's a good differentiating factor between me and everyone else who does what I do. Yeah. Everyone else. And that's literally everyone else. And that's the, that's the cool thing about it, in my opinion. And as, uh, you know, the career grows and the education continues along and whatnot, uh, it's, it's definitely a huge differentiating factor, I feel. That's all. Tim, any questions before? And then I'll ask any questions from you too. And then Joe, if you have any questions, because we've drilled you with questions this whole time. So, you know, if there's anything that you want to know on your side, but if that's or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's or Tim, anything for Joe that you want to know? Yeah, thank you. I actually would love to circle back to like 20 minutes ago to the part where you're writing blog posts. I was really excited to hear. And by the way, um, I'm sorry, I got to introduce myself. It's, it's nice to meet you, by the way. So I'm the most faces I've seen probably in two weeks. Right? <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I've seen one person in the past two weeks. So it's nice to see faces. Okay, good for you. <laughs> uh, um, I've, um, I'm a junior here. I'm junior engineer and working on uh, making speak possible. And technically, although Vatsil is, uh, is, is our absolute bulldozer to uh, ship the code and and everything but uh, he does he does the most job i'm just talking now okay um i just wanted to ask you uh, actually a couple of things but most most interested in you were writing blog posts and it seems like you've you really gone to depth actually looked into a couple of them it, it's uh you know I, I i commend you on that very much but i wanted to ask you how and so uh one of the ways that uh, at least i would do my blog posts on a technical article so i would um I would take a book and I would take a chapter and I would sort of summarize it, but then expand on every in each section. What do I think about it and bring all the perspectives that I already had before? Uh, how did you do that? Okay. Yeah. So um, the, the hardest, the hardest part is always picking the topic, right? Like you pick the topic. And I mean, what the problem is, is you have to pick a topic that can be expanded upon. You can't pick something that, okay, I can write a paragraph and whatever, right? That's not, that's that's a insta post that's not a blog post so picking the topic but then what i do is i try and break it down into chunks and so a catchy a catchy um title or a catchy topic and then catchy points within it right so i can okay signs uh you're dating a deadbeat or whatnot right and there's maybe five to seven points from what I remember of that article, because I wrote it so long ago, that are truly financial or financial related parts. Then there's a couple that are just winging it. Like I mentioned one of them was video games, right? And no offense if any of you play video games. So read, read the post, don't hate me, sorry. Uh, but um, I can, I break it down into sort of digestible parts. So for instance, if the topic is tax free savings accounts, and why they're important, I'll pick five reasons why they're important. Now I can write a paragraph or two paragraphs on one of those points, pretty much free flow, right? And why that one point's important. So as long as I have like, I'll have a notepad and I'll write those 10 points or five points to break down the article, I can expand upon those pretty easily, pretty easily. And a lot of that's coming from now, like, and that's why my earlier posts were a bit smaller. Um, the reason being is because I didn't have the on the ground in the field experience to really expand upon good things I've seen, but even more important, bad things I've seen and mistakes people have made with things. And now I can, like, I have five years of experience in the industry where I'm like, Ugh, don't do that. Don't do that. But if you do that, this is what happens. And I can really, um, I mean, it, I've always been able to do that to sort of write free flow as long as I, I've built the structure. So I build the structure first. And oftentimes it will take longer for me to come up with the structure than it is to write the whole article. So I could take like an hour to come up with the 10 points. And then I could take another hour just to write 2000 words, which is, it's odd when you think about it, but like you want those headers to be it's supremely relevant because the problem is with it and and i mean we're all like this i know tyler's like this is when you're going through something and something's just kind of like man you're out you're out like you leave right so those points got to be you know they got to be on point and they got to be supremely relevant and uh 
that that's how I sort of structure it. And for me, oftentimes, like it'll take an hour to come up with the structure, an hour to free flow, write it, and then an hour to create the uh, design to share it. And then, so for instance, the post I wrote on Wednesday was uh, how to find the right financial advisor. And in that, um, I've shared it for three days straight. You know, it took me a few hours to write there or whatever. And, and, but creating the, you know, the graphics on, on Canva and whatnot to do that and to create the, the headers and the, the script uh, to share it probably took just as much as to write it, to be totally honest. Yeah, so that's sort of how I go about it. Um, I don't know in a more efficient way, to be totally honest. If there was, I would definitely adopt that. One way would be to, oh, wait, Tyler's smirking. Oh, yeah, okay. There's a, yeah, so that's why I'm here, we do I guess. For that yeah. too, in our minds. Yeah, yeah, so that's why, uh, you know, speak is so fascinating to me, right? But old habits die hard, to be totally honest. And it's tough to, when you get in a groove of how you create content to think outside of that, um, yeah, so that's something that I'm, uh, again, that's why I'm here, you know? Beautiful question, Tim. And also yeah. just to me shows why Joe's been successful with this content. Like think of how much thought and structure actually went into that. So I'll well, and I'll read articles, like I'll browse through articles as I'm doing that to, you know, I'll see ones on similar topics and then, okay, I'm like, yeah, I can, I kind of agree with that. Let me mention that, um, you know, and, and like, and the one thing about content, it's all been done. Right. So all I can do is write something that's already been done, but put my flavor on it. That's all I can really do. Right. I always felt it was a little bit, it's, it's a little demoralizing, if not depressing, to realize that everything has been already created. And it's, uh, we're, we just, with Speak, we hope that we, we'd sort of automate the way of creation. Sure. And finally, you know, creation is not always about, we just hope that we sort of increase the portion, the ratio of this the duplicated content versus something that your flavor as you've said it's something that something that makes that, that comes out of your expertise and you know it's uh, mm -hmm. expert is the one person who can tell you how you cannot do that and if you're one um yeah um but pipelines i would love to expand on that so uh taylor how or rather vatsal actually would love to direct this to you if, if we can riff off of that what is um can we do this, can we create this pipeline of uh, video creation content? So Tyler had just, has just explained one of the pipelines such as uh, recording a video and, and uh, publishing it on YouTube, getting the transcript and then publishing the transcript to an RSS feed. And, and that seems uh, like an interesting pipeline, but I'm sure that we have a better solution for that, don't we, Vatsal? If you talk in terms of the technical sense of pipeline, there are like many ways. So one, what we are doing right now, Joseph, you might be interesting uh, with the speak. So it's like, for example, we did this recording and you can publish to the, let's say to the YouTube. And the, from the YouTube, there is an app called Zapier and the Zapier is linked with the speak. So it's like Zapier automatically pull your YouTube video and dump to the speak and speak will does the whole job about transcription inside extraction and everything. And we also have how you can publish to your WordPress website. I believe you have the WordPress website, right? Uh, so it's like, you just have to link once and it, it is automatically gonna start posting on your Word, WordPress website. So it's like how we can minimize the time creation content and reduce that pipeline basically. So the RSS field is not there on the speak. So Dimafi, on your question, that is like the different story about how we can integrate the RSS feed and publish to the Spotify or Instagram, LinkedIn, or everything. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna jump in here for one second because I've got some thoughts about this. Is uh, you know what Joe talked about is also you know really um, breaking out these headlines, right? No one when you look at a massive block of text, it becomes very intimidating. So we, for example, at Speak already are doing topic extraction. So we know in this section of a transcript, we're actually talking about this topic. So how can that become, for example, an H2, Joe, like you put manually in there, and that becomes bold, it breaks it into a segment and then makes it more readable. So that's like one part that I really have always, you know, tried to, to figure out two other things here. Joe talked about, oh, I found this other content that was interesting and he linked to it. What have we been talking about? How can we actually automatically hyperlink things? So Joe, that the idea here is we don't want you to manually have to link things anymore. When a video comes into speak, 
it will be pushed to your website and then anything that you mention in the transcript will be linked. So if there are references to it, people can click on that link. So you don't have to spend any time more manually actually on the link. And then my last part is, say you've got the topic there. Now we've generated the heading for you with the paragraph. Can we actually automatically insert an image that's relevant to that as well too? So now you've spoken, uploaded, it's transcribed, heading for nice organization and even relevant inserted images. So your time from creating a blog post, you said sort of three hours right now. And how can we reduce that to 10 minutes, you know, 20 one, minutes, one hour. Either. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you speak, you know, you and I like, we'll all, after this conversation, I'm estimating around eight to 10,000 words. Think of how much it's all the stuff that you talk about, all the stuff that we're all passionate about. And all of a sudden now that's sitting on your page and getting indexed by search engines. The, 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 the search engine rankings benefits are phenomenal from mm -hmm. that. So that's the other part. Like you're already seeing massive impact from 2000 words, but imagine you can just speak, shoot out 8,000, but it's still structured like a beautiful blog post and mm -hmm. it's already linked and headings are there and everything as well too. So I'm, I'm done. That's so when does the, the microchip get put in my brain? Like how does, like what are we doing? Tim, Tim can talk more about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you want it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you guys do over there, but that sounds pretty impressive to me. I'm like, I, I have a pretty good idea of what's going on there. I just don't know like, okay. I don't know how that sausage is made. The goal, I guess, is for I'm you. Delicious, though. The goal for you is to be able to, you know, I think has always been why it's called Speak AI. It's like, can Joe use that beautiful mouth that he was born with and just, just speak and use that personality and stuff and then turn that into like an incredible asset that's mm -hmm. actually, you know, really valuable. And then I think just that last part that you've talked about is like these nuggets. I think that's also what we're really trying to focus on. It's like, say you've got that hour what were the parts that were true gold, like magic that will be, you know, very impactful. And then how can you turn that into a quick video snippet or a quote that then you can flip out. So you now have that dripping out of content over seven days and that process gets easier as well too. So you don't have to worry about the repurposing kind of thing. Well, and what's wild about it too, is that I'll be, you know, I, I'm in the home office now. I'm never, I'm never going back to the office. Let's just put it that way, but I love it here. Um, I got the business news network on the TV right there. I got tri screens. Tyler will be happy with me. He'll be proud. So I got the 32 inch monitor. I got the 25 and then I got the laptop. I'm pretty much, but the problem is, is as the day goes on, something will come into my head and I'm like, you know, you can write it down or whatever, but it's not, it's not going to be the same tomorrow when I, Oh yeah. Talk, uh, do something with this, that idea or that, event that just happened or you know something just happens where it's like okay i need to speak on this speak on this right so in that situation if i okay if i can hop on and be like okay well yeah so i'm talking about this 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 and yeah that you don't get those moments back is the issue exactly right? beautiful and, yeah. and if especially when you're um when you're as either as much of a genius as i am or as insane as i am those moments come frequent, right? So it's like, I'll, I'll lean towards the genius side of it, uh, that hopefully, uh, but yeah, like, and that's the, that's the goal with it. So if you, if you have those ideas that come in your head to get that out and I can't sit there and type it out, I can't, it's just not happy. Yeah. And just to add the, just the one part of, so what you have context, I believe Tim and Vatsal, the pipeline that you use for recording right now is actually OBS, right? Open broadcast software. Are you using, what system are you using for the default recording? Like you're doing the live stream with the graphics and everything. Me? Yeah, yeah, you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to Tim. Yeah. Uh, XSplit. XSplit. So XSplit is very much like OBS, like we've been using Vatso, like where you can record yourself, the screen at the same time. And then for example, XSplit can be connected to YouTube. So you could live stream or it upload. I believe it can even upload it right after and you're Facebook, done. I believe. I, I, I don't think it has IG compatibility, but it does have Facebook and it does have uh, YouTube, I believe as well. Yeah, too many platforms, to be honest, to, to make it yeah. compatible for all. But if you could hit it into YouTube on auto upload or you finish a live, like you hit that instant thought, I, I need to share this, record an X split that pushes to YouTube, then that fulfills the other pipeline that we've talked about and you have automated a lot of that actual work. So that's, you know, the part that I'm thinking about is that there's this default recording mechanism as you're talking about when you have that thought of where you're actually doing the recording and that starts the process of everything else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, if you're on, 
I mean, the one thing that Corona is really, or COVID has shown us is that um, every minute of every day, someone's going on live talking about something. And it just seems that, uh, you know, in the space that I'm in, uh, there's a lot of people doing that. And even in any space, you get alerts all the time that this person's live. So ultimately, the problem is with it is you never know who's on the other side of it. But the good thing about speak is it doesn't matter. At that point, it doesn't matter because it's already transcribing and indexing and becoming a reusable piece of content that was live, which in turn reshared in the future will drive more people to get alerts when Joe is live or whatnot, right? Talking about something like that. And and you can't get there unless you have that piece yeah. of content. That well, can just what, what you said, like every, every hour that you spend is valuable and you're already plug it, pushing that, that you know, that as much as you can do. So like if you're making an hour and you're actually going to dedicate it to creating content, how can you make that an actual investment? Like how can that become more of a return on investment instead of just a thing that ends up blowing in the wind that people doesn't see or doesn't help you business, you know, grow the business down the line as well too. So that's the other part that I'm thinking about. Vatsal, do you have any questions? I know we're almost at eight minutes left here. This has been a wonderful discussion. Joe, I so much appreciate you joining us. And I hope this wasn't, if you don't, yeah, I hope you feel good after this and not like you just got, uh, you know, into I thought I was going to be listening to you guys, but yeah, no, come on. Why do you want to do this? Joseph have any question for us about anything? Well, my, um, my big question, uh, with, you know, because I haven't, I haven't it's been what, like the longest year slash week or day, like groundhog day, 365 days in a row. Um, I haven't really, you know, spoken with Tyler. I've been busy. Last year was my busiest year ever, right? 2020, my business actually expanded during this period of time, which I'm quite happy about. Uh, a lot of people's declined because the traditional way of doing business is out the window. You're not meeting people in person. So how are you going to do business? So uh, it's been a crazy year. So I haven't been, I, I see everything that Speak does, but my um, question for what's happened in the past year or let's say year and a half as Speak has expanded, what has your typical or client become like what who are the people that are gravitating to this platform to use it to help grow their business and and how are they and and i know tyler one of the things that he's you know uh ocd about is tracking right he's he's the tracking king like okay how did this this went into a dead end this went into something good we're following this test test track track Boom, boom. That's Tyler. So how have you seen the people who have adapted into this platform? Where are their success points and what are they using it to do kind of thing? Because I know what I do and how it can help me, but then not everyone does what I do. Right. So there's a lot of other people in different areas that this can definitely help. I could. So I, am I answering that? Okay. Okay, cool. I can I, answer. Lauren, do you want to answer? Do you have some uh, thoughts? The yeah, first question anyways, yeah, it's mostly, uh, as far as I can see, just as far as like paying customers anyways, it's mostly like uh, information technology specialists, uh, marketers, media people um, who can really, are, who are almost savviest with this type of uh, technology that we're working with. Um, I find we have to spend less time, you know, explaining it to them and they're just kind of taking it to fish like water. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, I would say, you know, there's a couple things that are interest. Yeah. So we've talked about people who are using and adopting and signing up for the platform versus the ones who are actively using it versus the ones who are actually paying for it. And, you know, I think for, you know, the easiest, you know, best, not the easiest, but the best adoption we've seen is something, you know, not, not always like a solo entrepreneur, but like an organization that they're, you know, they have media assets or they're constantly creating it and they are trying to make them more valuable. Every organization, guess what? They all want to rank higher on search engines so they don't have to pay for Google ads. We did some Google ads tests and remember how expensive those clicks were. Facebook ads, those don't necessarily, you know, like that was, so that's easy one that we actually see here. And then the other one that's really fascinating, Joe, is more of like this research perspective, which is something that you would do too, especially when you're meeting in person where you're going and sitting down in a meeting and you're asking the client, the prospective customer, like, what do they need? 
and you're, you know, the idea there was speak, especially before pre-pandemic, was drops, drop the phone on the table, record it, and then after that, you now have all the information you need to then come back with a, a really personalized proposal. You heard what their pain points were, what they actually needed, and really trying to surface through an hour-long conversation or with you two and a half hour conversation and get, you know, the actual information that that matters there. So you can, and in the end, what does that help you with? It helps you satisfy your customer for customer success so that you generate more revenue and hopefully that they actually grow as well too. So it was like synthesizing all that information. I don't know if Vatsor or Timmy have anything more to add. Oh, you're mute, Vatsor. So close, buddy. Oh, he looks, oh, mute, Vatsor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the click didn't work, the click didn't work. <laughs> we, okay, honestly, we, we missed everything. It's over. <laughs> that, <laughs> that nugget of information is gone forever now. <laughs> Ahead, it was sorry. very valuable. It was gold. <laughs> no, uh, Tal, I just wanted to add that, like, if you want to talk a little bit about, like, the, the, the use case and the customer we see in that segment, what you touch upon, which might help Joseph a, a little bit. You've really set me up with some context here. I don't know. It's, give me a little more context there. Like the things that I'm trying yeah, to It's just about the use cases and the customer we see where, where they wanted to do with this media library and our current uh, yeah. couple of customer, uh, if you want to touch upon yeah, that. Yeah, so I would say too, Joe, there's then two you know two things that we're looking at. is like there's people with individual media assets that are, that are again trying to make more valuable. So at that default level we've touched on is like, share on page with embeddable player with transcript below the embed is really fascinating but the you know the interesting part as you said is the tracking that i've always loved and been an advocate of is if you interact with the embeddable player you're now understanding what moments in the transcript people are clicking on or what insights specifically and so if you have enough people going to your site all of a sudden you start to see hey you know um you know women 35 to 44 they're interested in these topics or these um you know these brands or these people versus men um, 18 to 25 are interested in this so there's the growth from that transcript perspective and search engine rankings and what we also see is people spend more time on that page but but then there's also this very nuanced analytics that we've been able to deliver by building the player the way it is. And if you do get enough traffic and audience, you can start to get some very interesting insights on who likes what, and that helps your content strategy part. I just wanted to add one more note to the, something you said was really interesting. I was like, you've got ranging of content from like the deadbeat boyfriend one to how to find a financial you know, um, advisor, right? Those are very different content pieces very different, like, in, you know, along that stage of, for example, a buyer's journey or someone's going to become, the, you know, the prospect of Joe or the customer. It's like someone starts with how to, you know, how to, <laughs> I think my boyfriend's a deadbeat. That's where they start. But then they go down and that final, you know, more closing, you know, one that comes to customers, how to find the right financial advisor. So it's also like how you know how much you could talk about, you know how much you love. How can you prioritize what content that you're actually producing on that day and making sure that it is valuable and worth while so something else that we're trying to understand is like the commercial intent or how impactful is this search term or how impactful is this content going to be from taking from someone to don't know to actual customer and i, I want to show one quick thing first of all john i'm going to give you a little plug here see a nice picture from the olden days uh can you see the right screen am i sharing joe yeah that's okay. me there's joe so a little bit on the site there um, one thing that I just wanted to offer, I've been wanting to talk, and I know we're coming up for time here, but this is something else that's really interesting, Joe, is like, you've already got this content and I'm obsessed with this right now. It's just called help a reporter. So it's helpareporter.com or, or Haro. And what it does is all day, these, um, these people, these journalists ask for requests on experts in different areas to then submit a little, you know, soundbite or a little, you know, quote or a little message, for example, of like, we need an expert. I need to refer to them in the space. And, and, and so now what happens is they ask who you are. They ask for the link back to your site, why you're an expert. And then all of a sudden they just ask you the question. So I, I'm not sure if any of these ones stick out to you, but there's a business and finance category. Mm -hmm. so, so this is, this is the secondary part of, of where speak sort of comes into play as well too, is they do three emails a day. They're loaded up with um, all these queries that could be relevant to you or could not be relevant to you. So how could, how could we hook into this email that comes three times a day? You decide the topics and the keywords and phrases that are relevant to you. And then we help serve the actual relevant queries up to you on a platter. So you can knock these out of the park like one by one and just get the ones that are actually meaningful and impactful kind of thing. So again, it's like, how can we synthesize all this information to show what's actually relevant 
that's a, a powerful system that Speak is actually capable of. And so just another sort of secondary but very beneficial aspect. And for you, you've got the content already. Now it's like, how can I build even more credibility, more links back to the site, grow the audience, skyrocket this even more? And something like this could be a really powerful mechanism in that. So I'll share a little bit more with this after, but I'm very excited about the potential there. And that's just like sifting through all that information to actually find what matters. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the other side of it is just again it's the time to flow yeah. through that i mean you know one of the things i'm down on myself for is my lack of activity on quora right um so that to me was it's you know i don't like to formulate simple like uh you know two sentence answers to some of these questions right so in that situation it would be very easy for me to speak for five minutes uh and answer a question and it's linking to an article that I wrote because I wrote the answers that I would give on a platform like Quora would be good, like point by point answers. It wouldn't be a long page, but it would probably be probably two to three paragraphs that uh, really hit home. But then with a link to an article and because I have so much content, um, I've almost written an article on anything right in terms of personal finance. So I could link back to an article like that and then answer a question like that. So in that sort of what you just mentioned there with Harrow is definitely interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love Quora too. I'll end on this for myself anyways, but just like, it's that like core question. You it could take you so long to type, type out that answer. And is that a proper investment of your time? And so for myself, I, I have that vision of, okay, I'm actually want to record a video to this question because it's easier for me to get record the video, push it to a WordPress page, link my site back with a couple points from that and it becomes much more stream of consciousness and easy it doesn't feel like as much friction to create a valuable response as necessarily doing that that structured writing that could take more time well and what i find as well is i you know i try to convey my personality in my writing but as much as i can do that it's still not the same yeah. you know what i mean it's still not the same like i feel i can do that better than most people through my writing and it's almost like you can hear me speak through my writing but the issue with it is that it's when I'm in front of clients and when I'm in front of people speaking on subjects that I know a lot about or I'm passionate about or both, um, it's night and day. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I can convey something to you in 10 minutes uh, that will really hit home with speaking to you as opposed to take three hours to write something. And it may or may not hit home with you. It'll probably get further than a typical blog post. Yeah. Uh, but who's to say i know for a fact though uh speaking about it would definitely help yeah. out a lot more oh, and i'm i'm good on my side here this has been a wonderful hour i know we, you know I, we've tried to joe we've actually been yeah. appropriate here you and i in a room and we've kept self-contained within a time um yeah. my only last part that to add was that is i i found this very fascinating is like you touched on earlier it, there's a very different times where sometimes you want to write and sometimes you just want to speak and those mm -hmm. are very different mindsets, very different moods, very different ways of creation. And like, how can you supplement both of those options and make that the final output as valuable as possible? So that's something we really care about and are trying to trying to figure out. That's cool. all, Tim, Lauren, any last thoughts, any last comments? I'm all good. Thank you very much for your time. It's been awesome. Oh, thanks for having me. Hopefully you come back again. Yeah. Oh, he'll come. Yeah. Guys, I have nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere to go, right? So you know, uh, yeah. If I'm not, uh, if I'm not working, you got, you got, you got minutes from me. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And we also have like on the different topics we cover from the wide range. So it's like next time we'll have some different topics. So today we cover about the content creation. How do you work and like how do you manage? So it's like next time how the speak features uh help to drive that part so it's like yeah no for sure i mean and we're also recapping because it's been a while right so hmm. um you know yeah you, not a lot's happened in the last year but not much right so, <laughs> yeah so it's the kind of thing where it's hard to uh yeah you have to take those first 15 and get the introductions in and then say hey you're still alive what happened that kind of thing so we're good uh, timothy very good to meet you and it's been a great hour um very insightful content here too yeah and thank nice to meet you too tim and nice to see your floating orb of a being there <laughs>
And Tim, I really appreciate your question about asking Joe how to write, how he writes in that process. I think that was, you know, for me, one of the most amazing moments to hear how someone has created so much content and high quality content over this time. So I really appreciate yeah. that. Uh, and I think, and you know what the funny thing is too, Tyler, and we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll end sort of my speaking on and on. I really enjoy it, you know, like I really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's like a burden, but it's not, you know, like work's a burden. Uh, at times, but that that part of the job is not for me. So uh, to, to optimize that is definitely beautiful. You know. Okay, Joe, great to see you, my friend. Thanks so much for joining. We'll we'll connect off this. I know we got some things to chat about, and I'll send a couple follow ups on some things that I'm thinking about. But thank you again, man. We really appreciate the time. Oh my! You. And you know what, guys, keep it up. Great job. Love Thanks, it. Man. Okay. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, guys. Office hours three. <sighs> That was- uh, You're not recording anymore? I am recording, no, I'm still recording. I'm wrapping this up for anyone who's following. You can stay, you can go, I'm just wrapping up. If anyone watches this now in the future, just giving a little sign off, but I just, you know, this was a different one that we've had. We've had Justin join us in the past and it was just a ton of fun to have Joe here who we've seen grow over years and have worked with and, you know, ah, just so much good insight shared. Anything else from you guys before we, we actually shut off the recording and shut this down? Good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Really appreciate you joining. Bye-bye. Take care. Take care, guys. Have a great day.